Welcome to episode 14 of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing The Secret Life of Pets, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, and we will be discussing our top 10 most anticipated films for the rest of 2016. Enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. So, man, how you been, man? I've been pretty good, Ozzy. How have you been? Oh, boy. <laughs> I've been, been um, out of busy, adventure. Right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so, if you notice, in our last podcast, we said this was going to come out Friday night. Well, obviously, it's like Sunday morning by the time this has come out. So, things didn't go down this weekend, as we were expecting. Um, this we is how we it would is. like to apologize, okay? <laughs> We're people, and stuff sometimes gets in the way. <laughs> that's so, the best and most simple way to put it. So yeah. that's where we'll leave that. Unexpected things happened, and yeah. then things that were supposed to happen happened. <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, I'll, I would like to remind everybody that our reviews for The Secret Life of Pets and Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates are spoiler-free, so no worries there once we get into those movies. Don't have to worry about any spoilers. Although it's a comedy and animated movie, there's not much to spoil anyway. Um, so yeah, Ozzy, let's get right into the Secret Life of Pets. Um, okay. What were your overall thoughts on this movie? Um, I had a I had a pretty good time with this movie. Um, I wasn't something. Um, it's. I liked it. I mean, for the most yeah. part, I thought it was pretty good. Uh-huh. I liked. It. I had you. You heard me. I had a lot of great laughs. Yeah. So it was pretty good. You were definitely laughing a lot <laughs> yeah. at certain points in this movie. Um, I'm kind of on the same pitch as you. I like. I I really did like. It. I think it's a the best way to describe this movie is just that it's a fun, fun little kids movie that parents aren't going to hate taking their kids to. Like when parents go to take their kids to Minions, they probably want to shoot their brains out, right? I still don't understand how um, it's a good movie, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, with this, <laughs> I think there's enjoyment to be had, especially, and I'll get to this later, especially if you are a pet owner or you know somebody who's a pet owner or you used to be a pet owner. There's just, there's a lot of things to relate to in this movie. Yeah. Um, so, all right, let's get into our positives. What do you got, Ozzy? Um, I really liked all the characters in general. I thought they were all great. They all had their moments to shine. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, and I thought they were all pretty. They all had their their comedic timing and everything. So they they yeah. each made me laugh. Most for the most part, I would completely agree with you. Um, I think the standout is definitely Kevin Hart. Yes, we're both on the same page yes. there. The, he voiced Snowball the yeah. bunny, and I have to say, he's he probably like it. honestly the best part in this movie. I know I've given him like hard times when we were talking about central intelligence, but he like he was perfect for what they needed him to be mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, yeah, and he, every time that freaking bunny <laughs> opened his mouth, I was like, "This is brilliant!" And, and there was one joke that they kept going back to, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I wish they would have gone back to it even more because it would have been so funny to keep going with it. Um, but it was. Um, he was probably the best part of the entire movie. Yes. If we're being was, honest. He was fantastic. Um, I do think, like I was saying before, um, this movie is definitely relatable to anybody who owns a pet or has owned a pet. Um, there's just moments where you're like, yeah, that's exactly how, <laughs> or you, like the dog will do something. You're like, that was, come on. That's exactly what the dog did. Like, it's just, I, I think anybody who has a pet, you know, or has experience with animals just in general, like, and likes animals is going to have fun watching this movie and have fun, like, watching the other side of this, um, relationship between a a dog and its owner, you know? Because for, I, I just, for me, I liked how it kind of showed just a normal everyday relationship from a different perspective, from the dog's perspective, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like, he was like, oh, she just leaves, and it's like, and I just wait for her to come back. <laughs> I don't know, I just really thought that was cute, so. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything, but for 
I really liked the ending scene, like, and how they ended everything. I really did like the last, I'd say, like, what, the last three minutes of it? Yeah, I mean, it, it wrapped up pretty well. I will definitely say that. That is, this is a little bit of my negative, but I did think it was a little bit predictable overall. Um, but we'll get there. Um, do you have any more big positives or? Um, I thought the chemistry between the characters of Max, Max and Duke was yeah, pretty good. Yeah. They worked well with each other. It was a other. well-developed relationship. Yes. So, yes, I did appreciate really well that. well-developed, and it grew to be something. Yeah. And I do think um, there are, like, some decent themes in there that kids can grasp onto. Like, it's not, like, too over your people's, over kids' head, but it's not too dumbed down either. I thought it was a good, relatively good balance when it came to, like, the messages of the movie and things yeah. like that. Um well, some people are saying that this movie is a little bit of a ripoff of Toy Story. I, I didn't notice it when I was watching it. My brother brought it up to me after, but I, I didn't notice it when I was watching. Did you? No, I didn't notice it at all. At all. I mean, it was its own movie, and I, I really enjoyed it. I, it was its own movie. It had everything... It had everything that it needed it, that needed it to be at this point. Like, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious. It had me dying laughing. You were next to me. I was dying laughing most most of this movie. It was just <laughs> yeah, that's true. And like, there were parts where I was just like, uh, why? Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any more positives, or should we get into our negatives? Let's get into our negatives. All right. So my negative kind of goes into. But Ozzy was kind of just saying, which is, I think there's a lot of slapstick comedy in this movie. And, look, slapstick comedy is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, Looney Tunes is basically all slapstick comedy, and it's classic. But, for me, the problem comes with, I I just think there's a lot of wasted potential in this movie. Because, you go into this and you're thinking, alright, they're gonna, hopefully it's gonna be really clever and like play on some of the things that pets do. And it does do that, but I don't think like it did it enough. It took, it, it took a step in the right direction, but then it needed to take one more step and it didn't get there. And they mm-hmm. kind of fell back on not necessarily lowbrow humor, like they weren't poop and fart jokes necessarily all the, over the place. Yeah. It was just slapstick, like a dog would like, run into a glass door or something and it's like oh, okay like sure the kids are gonna laugh at that but come on you can do a little bit better like let's amp up the jokes here um i don't know i that's that that's my biggest kind of problem with the movie is just i think that there's so much potential with this premise and i don't think they necessarily got all the way there you know what i'm saying yeah i, I can i can agree with you on that i think another thing that one of the negatives for me was there is there was a lot of things that kind of took me out of the movie. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's one in particular scene that mm-hmm. like that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. There's but, a lot of silly moments. Yeah, too. and and, and this fine. is this it's is not movie. a spoiler because it's, this is this this tends to be an animation movies a lot. Animals driving cars. Okay, thank you. All is, right, I was gonna get thing. there. I was gonna get there because like it it happens. I'm not going to spoil it, but, like, it happens sometimes in the movie, and it really took me out of it, you know? So okay. I'm just like... I've gone... I think I went on a rant on this in the podcast before. I definitely argued about this with our friend Niall, who's been on the podcast before. Um, look. <laughs> <laughs> Animals driving cars is a thing that just needs to die in these movies. I'm sorry. It just does. Especially if you're trying to put them in a world where... They're not like, it's not like the animals are talking and like humans, and they're just hiding it from humans. So we're in a semi-realistic world, right? Obviously, the animals are doing things that normally animals aren't going to do. But driving a car, and you're supposed, like, that's supposed to just, I, I don't know, it just doesn't click when you're watching it. And I just think that is a thing, a storytelling device in these animated movies that just drives me insane. See? It needs to go away. See, it didn't didn't bother me the first time. I was like, all right, you know, it's cool. Like, like I don't mind it being used once. Like, I'm not as harsh about it. I'm just like, all right, like, okay, once. And then I saw it again. And then I saw it again. I'm like, 
okay, like this is like, are we really like, are you really using this same thing over and over yeah. again? So it took me out of the movie exactly. completely. It's just, that's that's so, what it does for, does for me. I'm not saying like, obviously, there's a certain level like you have to turn your brain off when you're watching a movie like mm-hmm. this, and that's fine. But I'm just saying, for me, it took me out of the movie. Just, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it took me out of the movie too. Um, and there's definitely and, another and scene in this movie with a sausage factory. I'm, I'm not spoiling that. I'm, you guys yes, it's can, not a spoiler. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a scene at a sausage factory mm-hmm. that is a complete, like, what the F is happening right now. I was so confused with that scene, to be honest with you. I was just like, what is happening? I felt like we were watching some weird crossover that I was between the Food Channel for something. Later this year. That was in the Food Network <laughs> or something. I was like, what are we doing? Um, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, we all kind of looked at each other kind of strange at, at that point, um, in the movie. And my last thing is something I brought up earlier, but I do think it was a bit predictable. Um, I don't know, like not necessarily like lazy, but it was just like, okay, we, you could see where it was going from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, and maybe that comes along with the Toy Story aspect of it. Cause people are saying that maybe subconsciously I recognize that it was Toy Story. You know, I I don't know, but I, on the surface, I didn't. So we'll see. We'll see what most people say. I think mm-hmm. everybody's kind of on the same page of this movie. Like you liked it, but nobody really like loved it. You know. Mm-hmm. I can I can agree with that. I can I can agree with yeah. that. For it's definitely going to make sure. freaking a lot of money, and it's still a pretty good movie. Yeah. I mean, it's there's still enjoyment to be had. Oh, definitely. There's just a few things. For us adults, that will completely take us out of the yeah, movie. Exactly. But other than that, I mean, I think it's, that's it's the still, best way to put it. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, it's still a pretty good movie, and you still do have fun with this movie. Kids so are gonna I, love this. movie. Yes, so I do so, recommend that you guys see this and take your kids because take it's, your little siblings, take whoever you want. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um. All right, Ozzy. What is your rating for the Secret Life of Pets? I'm gonna give it a seven. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I am on actually the same page as you. Uh, I'm at a seven, so that's it's good. It's I think it's a good movie. I do think it has a little bit of issues, um, but overall, solid animated yeah. movie. Um, and definitely a fun time in the theater. So, did you like this one better than Zootopia, or Zootopia better than this one? Uh, Zootopia is better than this. Um, and I'm not like. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but let me put it on the record now. I'm not as big of a fan of Zootopia as everybody else seems to. I need to, I need to watch it. So <laughs> yeah, like, you do. I might like rent it or something um, so I can have an opinion on it. You have a couple of things you need to watch from earlier this year. Um, <laughs> a whole list, guys. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are going to move on. Let's go into Mike and Dave need wedding dates, which side note, horrible title. Please, like, you, come on. You couldn't come up with anything a little more clever and short, <laughs> shorter than this Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Uh, anyway, um, all right. I think we're going to be on the defensive for this one because we kind of accidentally, we try not to see the Rotten Tomatoes scores, but we accidentally saw it today. Yeah. And I had been hearing semi-negative things about this movie, but you know what? Screw the, screw the critics. Screw you. I, this was a funny movie. <laughs> yeah, this was, Carlos was actually one of the people who was like, I don't know about I, this look, movie. I was not looking forward to this movie at all. I didn't think, I, I like Zac Efron. I'm not a big fan of, what's the other guy's name? Adam Devine. Adam Devine. He's okay. Um, he doesn't bother me necessarily. I just, he's okay. Yeah. I was not looking forward to the Anna Kendrick Aubrey Plaza stuff at all. But I ended up not hating most of it. And then, honestly, this movie, we're going to get right into our positives here. This movie has some flat-out hilarious moments. Yes. There are, okay, I've seen a lot of comedies. I mean, a decent amount of comedies this year. You have Keanu, you have Popstar. Um, and there's things in Popstar that I'm definitely going to remember, like those songs. There's nothing necessarily that I can, that pops right into my head for Keanu. But for this movie, there are two scenes of this movie that I am... They're, they're going to stick in my head for the rest of the year, at least. <laughs> and they are so hilarious. This movie has moments that you're just you're, that you're just going to remember, flat out remember. And it's pretty consistent, too. Yes. Like, a lot of times when you have those moments, 
Sometimes you go, yeah, but there are big lulls in between. This one, it was pretty consistent, especially in the first two acts. It was pretty consistent. The with comedy the laughs. in this movie is just fantastic. <laughs> I have to say, it's fantastic. Yeah. Definitely one of my favorite comedies of the year. It's my favorite comedy of the year. I will say that right here and right now. I, I just think it's so consistent in the first two acts, and it's got such highs in the first You know first what? Two I'm going to agree with you there. It's my favorite comedy of the year I mean, so far yeah. because it's so great. Zach Efron, I don't know what I don't know what this guy's doing, but he, he he's doing great in this comedy genre. I really like him he in the comedy genre. He's definitely one of the better parts of Neighbors 2, which was not that good of a movie. So, yeah, I will definitely agree with you there. Yeah, that's he's definitely um, like my favorite. Probably yeah. like one. Every time he was on screen, I was I was always interested because mm-hmm. he was every like mostly every scene yeah. that he was in, there was a laugh. Uh, yeah, so. and he's always got like this bit of like not necessarily like charm like The Rock has, but it's more like an innocence to him. At, at the same, like he he's able to play that innocence where you're like, he's just a nice guy, you know? Yeah, he's a nice, yeah, yeah. But then then he says something, you're like, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's just like he's like a best friend that you want to have around. Yeah. Um, what what do you think made the comedy work so well in this movie overall? The chemistry between a lot of the characters was exactly. so great. Like a lot of it worked. Yep. It was so smooth. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I really, really liked yep. the chemistry. I tossed you the ball and you just slammed it down right there because freaking that was exactly what, where I was getting at. Um, the chemistry between all these characters is amazing and that is what really gets this movie that's what makes the laughs work and as consistently as they do there's moments between um adam divine and zach efron that are just great and then even there there are moments between Aubrey plaza and anna kendrick that are great and then between their pairs right yeah are, are really good as well um the parents of the movie are also the parents good. Are pretty good yeah, yeah. um I I just think all the chemistry between all the characters and Anna Kendrick and um the their sister yeah whose wedding they're at they had great chemistry as well I think their scene was really funny I'm I'm gonna give Ken, Anna Kendrick some some props for this movie to be honest with you because she to me she always plays like this goody two shoes little mm-hmm. girl you know she's very innocent. This movie, I mean, she did a great... To me, she did a good job for this movie. I'm just going to give her props because yeah. she really stepped out of her comfort zone. I feel like this was a movie she's like, you know what, let me try. Let me try to be in the comedic side. And I think she did a pretty good job. Yeah, I've always loved Anna Kendrick, and I thought she was great in this movie yeah. as well. I think she's a, she's a fantastic actress who doesn't get recognized, I personally think, a lot. And so I'm going to give her some recognition right now mm-hmm. because I think she did a great job stepping out of her comfort zone. I would not argue that as well. <laughs> so, you have any more positives necessarily, or do you want to get into negatives? Everybody just seemed to have a great time. Agreed. A great time in this movie. I think they were all having fun filming it, and that came across on the screen. Yes, I think well. I think if you're working in a comedic movie and you don't seem to have fun, like being yeah. in it, then there's no like, mm-hmm. why are you in it? So that's another thing I'm going to give this movie a, a, a big thumbs up on. Is you know, they seem to have a really fun time in this movie. So, yeah. Um, all right, let's move into our negatives. Um, I think I'm going to start off here on this one. Um, for me, the biggest negative is that I hate the pacing of the film and not only just the pacing overall, but the rate of jokes hit a brick wall in the third act. If you yeah. notice, think about it. You were laughing really hard. The first two acts, like, pretty consistently had the big moments, and then it kind of hits a wall, right, as the stuff starts to happen, and the they have to get the plot going, and then things kind of just, it, it like, just dies down. Yeah. Um, it, like, the, the end, the last act isn't, like, laugh-free, you know? It's not like it, it's just boring. But it's just not as good as the first two acts, and um, that's that's it has to be addressed. It's not like a oh my gosh, this movie's horrible because the last act falls apart. Um, I don't think it falls apart. It just slows down, and it's noticeable because of the pace of the first two acts. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. I can mm-hmm. I can sit behind that. 
I mean, it doesn't, like, like Carla said, I mean, it doesn't make the movie worse or any better. It doesn't make the movie worse, at least to me. I, it did for me, but it's um, not like, I'm not saying it's bad. No. Yeah. Um, I, but I was fine with it, you know? I do, I do like a little bit of a breather. A little bit of, of a, just a breather. I can't, I can't do <laughs> that. I'm not gonna sit there and be yeah. like, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One of the things that really bothered me is just um, Adam Devine, you know, he just, I don't know Adam Devine, Adam Devine, but um, he just seemed to really be trying so hard to make me laugh. I'd be like, At dude, times, yeah. relax, man. Mm-hmm. Like, just act normal. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just ridiculous. He does but have a like, little bit of an overacting streak to him. Yeah, I was like, dude, relax. Gosh, what the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, <laughs> simmer down. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if that was part of his character, but I was like a it, little bit. It of, was, yeah, because it was. It came off not only as like he was overacting, but it also came off as kind of annoying too. Mm-hmm. So that's um, one thing because I don't know if you saw me. I was like, what? what why? At, why at was that, there was a specific scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I can extend that just to there are some characters that I just found like took it. There, there are moments where I'm like, okay, you're verging into the annoying side, or and there were. One, there's definitely one character in particular, and I was iffy on a second character who I just found like they're just there. I'm like, are you supposed to be funny? Because this isn't funny at all. It's the character of the um, maid of honor. Yeah, like, she was just like, okay, like I don't know if any of that stuff was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it just wasn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was one thing that there's just some characters that I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. Um, I, but again, like I don't have any huge negatives. I actually really did like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a great comedy. Um, do you have any more negatives or? So I have one. There's more like a situation that happens in the third act where like people find out something. I'm not gonna say what it is, but they find out something. Mm-hmm. But they completely they they completely ignore it and just still go with the flow. And I feel like that wouldn't happen. Like, if I found out this piece of information, I'd be like, yo, what? Like, what is it? Like, no. But they just kept going with it. So I'm just like, that wouldn't happen. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's yeah. still a good movie, but, I mean, it just kind of took me out of it in a sense. Okay. I I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not quite sure what you're talking I think I know what you're talking about, but it, it, it didn't bother me if I, it's not sticking up in my mind. But, um... All right, as for my last thing, I I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but I said this on the last review, and it's true for this movie as well. Um, it was predictable. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you know where this movie is going from the get-go. As soon as the plot gets, like, starts going, you know exactly where it's going. And there are moments of very lazy storytelling where I mean... you're just like... I'm not going to give... All right, here's the thing. I'm not going to give, like, a predictable type thing to... I'm not going to cause... I'm not going to... I'm When people say predictable, I'm just like, okay, but, like, you you should know that this is going to end this way. Like, yeah. Independence Resurgence, for example, like, we already know the humans are going to win. Well, yeah, yeah. I know Avengers is like, we know the Avengers are going to win because of the Avengers. I'm talking about the beats of the movie. Like, you know, okay, this is about to happen. And it's like, that kind of takes you out of it, right? When you're like, okay, now this is when things get really sad. It's like, okay, things got sad. And it's like, oh, and now they're going to have a moment of let's get everything back together. And it's like, okay, <laughs> come on. Like, can we mix up the beats here just a little bit? Yeah, um, I understand what you're saying. And they're, they're just moments of lazy storytelling where, like, things, like, characters will be, like, arguing somewhere and then people will be overhearing them and they just conveniently happen to be explaining everything that's going on <laughs> when they already told the person. I'm just like, that's lazy. Come on. Come up with a different way for people to find this information out. Oh, um, I just got one more thing. Okay. I didn't like the way that they switched some of the scenes. Like, some of the editing? Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean... I, like, I'm not gonna, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, I'm gonna say it was like a unique way, yeah. um, of doing it, so I'm not gonna really, and I think the director was trying to be artistic and whatever, so I'm not really gonna count that, like, against him or anything. I didn't know. I just so. didn't really particularly, um, like the, yeah. the form that he did it in, okay. in a sense. Alright, that's fair. Um, alright, Ozzy, what is your rating for Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates? 
It is at a 7.4. Okay. Okay. Um, I was in that range, but then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, I liked this better than Popstar. I liked this better than Keanu. I'm going to give it the same score I gave to Popstar. I can't quite get it, like, fully above, but I'm going to give it the same score, and it's like, a, if I had an extra decimal place, then that would be like a <laughs> point one just to give it above. <laughs> I have it at a 7.7. 7.7? Yep. Yeah. I really did like this movie, and I... Look, if you didn't like this movie, I'm sorry, you can't have fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but... I'm really so like I'm I really, really like, like Carlos was just like I don't know man I don't know and like and, when he went to this movie he yeah. was just like dude I'm I'm hoping it's at least decently better than what I'm expecting it to be <laughs> <laughs> so he was, I was not expecting much of this movie and again maybe that's painting my my rating of this movie just like I wasn't expecting much so since it succeeded my expectations i'm like rating it higher i don't know but that's my rating and i do think it's the best comedy of the year so far yeah definitely all right now let's get into all right last week we did our top 10 best movies of the year so far Mm -hmm. which if we did it again i think because me and ozzy have been banging through some of the movies that we missed from earlier in the year so maybe our list would be a little different (laughs) even today (laughs) um But we are going to do this time, again, because we're around, we're still, we're a little bit into the second half of the year, but we're still around the second, the halfway mark of the year. Mm -hmm. So we are going to do our top 10 most anticipated films for the rest of 2016. Now, we may have forgotten something. So if you're thinking of a movie and we completely forget it, we apologize. Let us know what it is and we'll agree or disagree we'll let you know what we think um and i think we both kind of tried to keep a pretty good balance between um indie movies and blockbusters um so that's what we tried to do we tried to keep it balanced we tried to include everything we could think of so we're gonna start with our number 10s and then we'll work our way to the top um, but first, do you have any honorable mentions, Ozzy? Because this was a tough list to cut down to 10, for me at least. Um, I have Star Trek Beyond. Okay. Um, it just didn't really... I- I'm not loving the trailers, so... Yeah, I mean, the trailers aren't really getting me, like, hype for yeah. it. Chris Pine doesn't seem to really be into this role. I think I've told you that before. Yeah. I just, to me, he's in the... Compared to, like, the other trailers, like, mm-hmm. if you look at the first trailer for, like, the first movie, and then the first movie, first trailer for the second movie, and this, like, and then all these trailers, it feels like he's not really into it. Um, so it's, there's that. And, do you want to give an honorable mention? Um, yeah, I've got a couple of honorable mentions. But going in, um, with your Star Trek thing, I, I love Star Trek Into Darkness. I don't understand people who like it. I think it's just... Star Trek fans or Trekkies that can't get over the fact that it's not like they're a precious little series. Um, Star Trek and Dark is great, but I'm not looking forward to this movie. Uh, I mean, I'm going to see it, and I'm semi-excited for it, I guess, but it's not like one of my top things. Another another one that I got is Morgan. That's only an honorable mention for you. Wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I guess that kind of gives away that it's on my list. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Talk about yeah. it. Um, all right, my honorable mentions are, <laughs> I've got four, yeah, I ended up with four. I told you we could make this a list of 15, <laughs> but we won't do that to our precious listeners. Um, <laughs> um, my honorable mentions are Assassin's Creed, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and La La Land. Obviously, the first three that I mentioned are going to be big blockbusters, um, what kind of holds Assassin's Creed back for me is the fact that Warcraft was just okay. Um, if Warcraft was better, I'd be more excited for this whole thing. And the first trailer, it was, it was solid. I just didn't love it. Um, yeah, I mean, the trailer was, was yeah. pretty good. I mean, Fastbender, I'm definitely going to see it just for Fastbender alone. And the property is great. So I am excited for that, but just missing this. 
um, Doctor Strange. Um, this was mostly because I'm pretty sure it's going to be on Ozzy's list, so I thought, all right, we're definitely going to talk about yep, it. Yeah, it's on my list. But it was, t- it, to be fair, it was towards the bottom of my list, and I kind of was fighting between that and an indie movie. So I was like, I just gave the edge. You're going to have more of the indie movies. I probably You're probably going to have all the indie movies, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, and then Fantastic Beasts, Where to Find Them. I'm a huge that's, Harry Potter that's, fan. That's already in my list. couldn't make it there. Um, Eddie Redmayne, I think he's perfect for this franchise. Um, and then the one that people probably don't know from my animal mentions, La La Land. Um, it's the same person who directed Whiplash, which was my favorite movie of that year. I think, no, Guardians was. It was my second favorite movie of that year. Um, and I, it's the guy who directed that, and it's Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling and J.K. Simmons. That's all you need to know. I'm definitely going to see it, and it, it pained me to keep it off the list. <laughs> All right, so Ozzy, what is your number ten? Let's get right into this list. Um, I'm gonna start off with an animation. Okay. Moana, I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, not Dis- on my list. Disney's just been doing a great job with these Disney animation princess movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Tangled. Um, I love Tangled more than Frozen, but oh, Frozen, talk Frozen, but Frozen. I know I bad mouth Frozen a lot, but Frozen it was is a pretty it's good solid. movie. It's a pretty good movie yeah. for for what it needed to be. And um, I, I genuinely annoyed, uh, not annoyed, <laughs> not annoyed. It. I genuinely did enjoy the movie. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to this one. Um, yeah. So it, it, the trailer looked interesting. I just I'm waiting for a full trailer. Um, yeah, I'm looking definitely looking for a full trailer, but it's definitely something I'm look, interested. Disney in. has yet to fail us. Um, well, I mean, they've failed this before, but they, it's not like recently their track record is solid. So, yes. Um, I mean, Zootopia, as much as I didn't love it, I, it's still a good movie. See, that's the I thing. Liked like, it, see, so. I feel like everybody overhyped that movie. That's very possible. So that's what kind of brought Frozen down for me. Oh, okay. It's like okay. the hype of it was so high. Yeah. The one I saw, I was like, really, this is the same? And now I understand your position on Frozen, because yeah. Zootopia, I do think that's part of the problem with me with Zootopia. It's just, it was so like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing, one of the best movies of the year. And I was like, this, this is good, it's fine. <laughs> um, Alright. <laughs> my number 10 is Birth of a Nation. And this... I don't think well, I saw I, the... Is there a trailer you've, seen the, you've seen the trailer, because okay. I remember telling you, like, this movie's gonna be good, and you're like, it looked okay. And... I do understand where you're coming from. The trailer, it's not like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. But it's a good trailer. And the fact is, this movie was the darling of Sundance this year. um, Which is a um, film festival. And it was being auctioned for millions upon millions of dollars. Netflix offered a truckload of money. And they turned it down. They turned down Netflix's offer for Birth of a Nation so that it would go into theaters. And I am just, I, because of all the hype surrounding this film out of Sundance, I am so looking forward to this. I cannot wait for this to come out. I think it's going to be an Oscar contender. And I won't, I'm just really looking forward to it. So. Yeah, I mean, it looks decent. Um, I don't know. I think it's just because the whole Free free State of Jones just really brought me down. (laughs) From that era? Yeah, I was just so, like, what the hell is this? (laughs) Ozzy's hatred for Free State of Jones affecting Birth of a Nation's anticipation. But, alright. What's your number nine, Ozzy? My number nine. Let me open up my list really quick. My number nine oh, is Doctor Strange. I see. I thought like I'm pretty sure I was like what. I'm pretty sure it's Doctor Strange. Okay. Let me check to confirm. <laughs> so but yeah, Doctor Strange. I mean, Doctor Strange is on my honorable mentions. It's only number nine, or nine on your list, so it's not like super high. Okay. See, the reason why it's on my number nine list is because one, I did enjoy the trailer. I I love Benedict Cumberbatch. I love that he, that dude, he just killed it as Smog yeah. the Dragon. I I can't get over okay. that, but <laughs> but no, I mean, um, yeah. I'm definitely a huge fan of him. Um, but this is the trailer didn't really, um, it's for me for in order for you to really be on like this movie, this is like I really have to see you. It's just like. You have to really wow me, and you have to 
you have to excite me. Mm-hmm. And the trailer didn't really do that. The reason why, one of the only reasons, there's two reasons why I want to see this movie. Better in a cover match and Marvel. That's, that's it. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I, automatically I get, on my top 10 because of that, yeah. but I mean, it's not like. Yeah, I get, uh, I get where that idea is coming from. I will, even though it's not on my list, I will defend it a little bit more than that. Just, okay, this is gonna, I don't think this is gonna be a movie for everybody. Because the trailer, it just, the trailer itself screams, this is going to be weird. If you do yeah, not yeah, just yeah. buy into this, you're gonna have problems. And, but I think if you buy into it, this is going to be a freaking great movie. I, like, I'm not the biggest Cumberbatch fan, but he's a great actor. There's no denying that. Um, the director, I'm very much looking forward to because he comes from a horror background. And I think a very, a horror type direction would be very interesting in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so I, I'm definitely looking forward to this movie and like being a kind of semi comic quick fan. I, I mean, I can buy into this, and I'm ready to buy. Yeah, into it's this. A, it's definitely like a different storytelling, yeah. different narrative from Marvel. So it's mm-hmm. definitely something I'm interested in. Yeah. So it's definitely like a unique mm-hmm. take on the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. Um, speaking of a horror director, we're gonna move into my number nine, which is Lights Out. Um, he is a the man who is directing this is a first time director, um, first time feature length director. He did direct a short film based on, that this film is based on. Um, so I, I've heard rave things about the short film, which I haven't seen. Um, and just this movie, in general, this movie is getting so much hype with James Wan producing with the short film behind it and people haven't seen it. I am very much looking forward to this and that trailer. It's pretty good. Yeah, that trailer is amazing. We it's, saw it going we today. We just saw it, it today, was... too. And it, it's really good. So, look, I was not expecting to have a horror movie on this list, but it, it's not in there just because that trailer is so Definitely good. Definitely might sleep with the lights on when I see it, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want to put those lights out. No, no. <laughs> All right, Ozzy, what is your number eight? Jason Bourne. Wow, that is pretty low. I was not expecting it to be that low for you. Um, it's higher on my list, so we'll want to save it and talk about it then. Okay, we, we could save it. We All could right. save it. It's okay. fine. All right, my number eight is Morgan. Morgan. Which was on your honorable mentions, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, this trailer is so good. The it's first one. Really? The first one. It has like a really eerie feeling, it's and it's like it's a sci fi horror type thing. Yeah. And I really like the vibe of it. Yeah. I really do. And the fact that the trailer, it kind of like it builds this up and then they don't show her and you just see Kate Mara's face, who I love Kate Mara. Um, they just show her face when she, when she's talking to Morgan. It's so weird. And so like, I'm down for this movie. And the second trailer I've heard spoils a lot. So if you can avoid that, I'm trying to. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Yeah, it's, it looks really good, especially mm-hmm. the soundtrack for this trailer. I'm just yeah. like, oh, yeah. crap, it man. sets the mood. Definitely sets like, the mood. You're like, oh, what is happening? Oh, Morgan, no. <laughs> we're not, we're not going out anytime soon. <laughs> All right. You can, you can stay. Um, and also, another reason to look forward to this movie, if you've seen The Witch, which I have promoted on this podcast before, and I will promote it again, it's a great horror movie. You need to see it, Ozzy. Um, Look, man. The girl from The Witch, the main um, girl, is Morgan. Is playing Morgan in this movie. So that's just freaking... She is great in The Witch. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Alright, Ozzy. What is your number seven? We already talked about this movie, Lights Out. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So we should have saved it. But, alright. We talked about it. Both looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Looks like a great horror movie, and it could be. Do you think? Do you think it'll end up being, or do you think it has a chance to be your favorite horror movie of the year? I know you liked Conjuring two, maybe even more than I did. Um, I mean, it has potential mm-hmm. if James Wan is backing it. If people are really saying great things about this movie, it does have the potential to yeah. be the best um, horror movie of the year. I really hope so. So, um, I mean, I don't hope so, but hey. You know, <laughs> you know, open the change, Why? man. Because you just want the kind of change. 
like I told you, that just the whole chemistry is not okay. is the whole chemistry is really that's it, honestly I think that's probably one of my favorite uh, dynamics of the year. It's just those two. So okay, I mean, I don't enough. know what it is. I mean, it's just, I liked it. Um, go back and listen to our full review of that, The Conjuring Two, um, <laughs> and then let us know what you think. Um, anyway, my number seven is the founder. Founder. How how much higher is that? That's uh that's a number four for me. Oh, okay, so we'll get there. Um, all right. What's your number six? Is my yeah number six is the magni- the magnificent seven. Not on my list. All right, so let's talk about it. I mean, one of the, all right. First of all, if you have Denzel Washington leading <laughs> leading seven people, and then you have Chris Pratt in there, it it's sold. Mm-hmm. The cast is sold. definitely great. Exactly. The cast, I mean, and it's an old Western film, so I'm already sold. It sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. The trailer sold me. I was like, okay, all right. Seems what? like a fun adventure. I, I'm not, not looking forward to this. <laughs> I think it looks decent. I mean, not decent. That's a little harsh. I think it looks good. Um, the cast is definitely fantastic. You cannot argue that cast. Um, I just, the trailer didn't necessarily blow me away. That's the only thing. And that's what kind of keeps it on my li- off my list. Uh, um, but maybe if we ended up, we did went, go to 15, then that would be on it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So you have anything else to say about that? Or do you want to move on? No, to, we, can, we can move on to our number five. My number six. Oh, your number six. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little well, off. Um, so, guys, it's like 3.14 in the morning right now, just so that you guys know. Um, anyway. My number six is The Accountant. Oh, really? Yep. Where you at? That's number three for me. Oh, gosh, man. <laughs> All right. I'm really curious. What's your number five? What's my number five? Yep. My number five is The Dude. Fantastic Beast. I'm going to find that's my okay. number five. All right. Um, that was on my honorable mention, so let's attack it now. I, one of the things that really sold me in this movie is like is like when it's really introducing the like the the world again, like the magical world. It's like really, and then like where they have like the words coming in. There's just like you really like it's the kind of is like a welcoming back to like this world, and we haven't sure. seen the magical world in theaters for like what three like four years now. So it's five. really five years, yeah. So it's like 2011, I think. I think not 100 percent sure. It's either like 2011, 2012, but like it's really just like a welcoming back to this world. And I grew up with this world, so like sure. really, really coming back. And it's like and the music. It's just like wow, like this is really awesome. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to this movie. Eddie Redmayne, great actor. Love him as I love him. He's awesome. Um, definitely one of the most respected actors, um, so far. Mm-hmm. So I think this is going to be a great movie, a great movie. I'm definitely looking forward to this movie. I certainly hope so. The trailers look interesting. I'm not like, oh my gosh, it, it, I feel like it, yes, it's in that world, but it just doesn't have the same kind of like oomph that the Harry Potter series has. Like, I don't feel like the full embrace of this world you know what i'm saying yeah because um, it takes place somewhere else yeah uh, which is it's gonna be weird it's gonna take some getting used to but i i'm really looking forward to this movie it's, mm-hmm. it's on my own dimensions i tried i tried to get it on um <laughs> Carlos was fighting for like 30 I, minutes dude, he was I'm, like I'm telling you come on it was a rough thing to come up with this list um all right what was that for you number five yes okay so my number five is a film that doesn't even have a trailer out yet but it has two things that I that go in for it that are great. Number one, it has a great poster. Friggin' it's great. Um, the Hacksaw Ridge is the movie I'm talking about. I know I just realized I didn't say the name of it. Hacksaw Ridge. Um, this is a film that's a war film. I think it's I believe World War Two. Um, directed by Mel Gibson. Now I know a lot of people have issues with Mel Gibson, and I don't blame you. But as a director, there is no denying this man has talent. And you telling me that Mel Gibson is directing a war film? I am all in on <laughs> I am going to see that. I am very excited about it. And I cannot wait for it. And I know maybe some of his personal life issues could come in the way of him getting nominated if this movie is great. And I certainly hope that doesn't happen. Because 
this film is going. I really am looking forward to this film. I hope it's going to be great. Alright, guys, let me explain something to you guys. I have more of a list of where I've seen trailers. Carlos is like, Carlos's list of movies that are like, there's posters for it, there's news about it. So I don't really know. But I'm going, I mean, it sounds like a great movie so far if Mel Gibson is directing it. Because he's a fantastic director. You told me he's directing a war film and you're not interested in that? You're no, 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 no. I'm not saying, no, I'm not I'm saying not, I'm not. No, I'm not saying No, that. yeah, like, I'm interested in the movie for sure. I really, but I, the, the thing that has to sell me for it to be in like an anticipated, in like an anticipated list is like definitely a trailer. I think that's fair. Um, I, we might have issues with another movie that's on higher up on my list, but we'll get there. Um, all right. What's your number four, Ozzy? I think we already said. Yeah. Founder. Founder. Okay. So let's talk about it. This trailer is awesome. This trailer is awesome. First of all, it's all about randomly McDonald's. So it's it's pretty, it's weird. It's hard to make a trailer about the founding and the growing of a company. Awesome. And it is. And I cannot wait cannot wait for this movie. Michael Keaton has just been killing it these last few years and everything it is everything he's in everything gets nominated for touch, Oscars. Everything this man touches is like Oscar nominated and yep. I, I feel like he's gonna get nominated for an Oscar if not win. I mean he looks like he's having a like a great time in this movie. He might be due for one at this rate. Yeah, I mean this this movie looks great. I am extremely excited for this movie. Yeah, extremely I, excited. The for only me. thing that kind of is weird for me is the fact that it's coming out so early. I think if it was like, oh, this is an Oscar movie, it could be coming out later in the year. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, Mad Max was in the summer. Yeah, that's fair. Fair. Um, but Which, this feels again, more like an Oscar. Even been okay. nominated well, for well, one day we'll get into your <laughs> issues with Mad Max because you make me look like a Mad Max lover. <laughs> And I was not. Um, but anyway, um, the founder that again, trailer is great. The story I'm interested in because I don't Definitely. know much about it. Um, and Mike, like Michael Keaton, he just, the man, every time the man chooses a movie and you're, once he's in it, you know, this thing is going to be legit at this point because Birdman wins best picture. Spotlight wins Best Picture. That's freaking two years in a row that the movie he starred in has won Best Picture. Will he make it three? <laughs> um, I and think that's a tall task. Best, best actor for Birdman. So mm-hmm. he didn't win. He got for, nominated for Birdman. Eddie Redmayne won. Oh yeah, you're right. I thought he won for uh, for, for Birdman. I don't oh. know why I thought he did. He got yeah. nominated. Um, I don't. He wasn't nominated last year, but last year was a tough year. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, going up against a lot of those, yeah, going up against Eddie Redmayne again. Eddie Redmayne, Leonardo DiCaprio Leo, was Fast there that year. Fastbender, exactly. Cranston, um, yeah. Combo, and then forgetting who else it was, but um, yeah, I that was a tough year. But I think based on just his performance in the trailer, I I think he has a shot of getting nominated. I really do. Yes, I can, especially I can. if the film is good. Um, 100% agree. All right. So my number four is, is Jason Bourne. So let's talk about it. Um, the fir- the Jason Bourne trilogy is fantastic. And yes, I, I said... Probably, I yes, think it's probably like one of your favorite series of all time. Probably. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I said trilogy. The fourth one, it doesn't count. Um <laughs> You can't have a Bourne movie without Bourne. It doesn't, doesn't even make sense. Like, it's not even like they recast him. They just ignored the character. Anyway. Um, the first three movies are fantastic. Um, the Bourne Identity is, to me, it's a, the perfect espionage film. It takes such a strange idea of, like, and I, I know it's based on books, whatever. I, I don't care. I don't read. <laughs> I, I know how to read, but I don't read. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, look, it takes such a simple idea of a man who wakes up and has no idea who he is, gets fished out of the water, no idea who he is. And it's just like, what if he was a super spy? And that's when it goes on. And it's just a great story of like him discovering who he is. And then the second one somehow is even better. And the third one might be the best out of all of them. Maybe they're all just such great films. Um, and 
It's all so, build-up and characterization, yeah. so it's really I great. I am so looking forward to Bourne, uh, Jason Bourne, which, again, dumb title, but whatever. Um, I cannot wait for Yeah, when I saw the freaking Super Bowl trailer for this movie, I didn't because I didn't know this movie was coming back at all. Didn't know this movie yeah. was even going to... I didn't know this movie was coming back at all. And I was like, all right. And I'm watching the Super Bowl. And then I see the TV's palm. I was like, what the heck is going on? He's back. Like, what? It, it, was, it was great. And then when you just see him just punch that guy. And yeah. was like, all right. You're you're back. But <laughs> see, you're, you, you've been working out, man. Jason Bourne <laughs> is the American James Bond. He's the American equivalent of James Bond, in my opinion. I... I cannot wait for this movie. I think I, I Matt Damon is perfect for this role. He's absolutely perfect for it, and I cannot express how excited I am that he's back. Yes, I'm excited that he's back to this movie as well. I'm not going to go to the equivalent and say that he's our James Bond, but yes, I mean what 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 else? What is our equivalent of James Bond if it's not Jason Bourne? I mean, I would have to argue that probably it's Ethan Hunt. I mean, yeah, I can see that here's, argument. Here's why. I mean, Jay. Okay, um, Jason Bourne was like what an assassin site. Like, let's see. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ethan Hunt is a spy. He uses gadgets. I, guess. I mean, he uses gadgets. He gets the women. Yeah, I guess. So I mean, okay. I mean, if we're talking like characteristically wise, yes, it's yeah, going to be characteristically Ethan Hunt. wise and story wise. Most likely Ethan Hunt, to be honest. But the popularity of the character, like in the presence of the character. I if think we're gonna be if, ta- you, if you ask most people, like you go up to this in the street and ask 10 people um, to kind of recognize both names, Ethan Hunt and James Bond, or in Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne is going to get recognized. Here's why he's going to be recognized. Okay, it's kind of like James Bond. The movie's always going to be called like 007. Everybody knows Bond. Everybody the knows. Aren't called that. They're called random things. Yeah, but I'm just gonna be like, but everybody knows that that associates with Bond, and yeah. it's like the titles are basically close to no. Bond. No, they're not. I would say so. They're random. Skyfall. How is that associated Sky- with Bond? It still has a Double O Seven logo. Get out of my face. <laughs> okay, but anyways, a little Double O Seven. Okay, but like, all right, all right, but, all right. But I'm just gonna say something real quick. <laughs> Jason Bourne, like, Bourne is in all his all his titles. Basically, that's why he's a, like it's his movies. It, for Ethan Hunt's movies, they, what are they going to be called? Like, Hunt. Like, no. <laughs> like, no. It's called Mission Impossible. I mean, but, this is, I mean, I would say that's why. Like, that's why not Bond's a lot of people. name is not in the titles, and you still recognize Bond. I mean, because that's been the character that's been around for, like, what, like, a long 80, time. Egg, I get, a very long time. I, but still. I, so, I, mean, I don't know. I, I mean, think, I, would, I would just say, just, like, my thing is, I mean, people know... Jason Bourne's name just because also okay. it's in the t- like it's in the title. That's a fair counter argument, but my last point is that you never, I have never in my life heard anybody say who would win in that fight, Ethan Hunt or James Bond. Never in my life. Yeah, because I yes, guess. But you know what I have heard? Multiple times. Everyone always says who would win in a fight? Jason Bourne or James Bond. That, that's, the, that's the debate that people always have. Because he is the American James Bond. I mean, I would I disagree there. Okay. But well, you. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just. Done. I mean, nobody I d- brings up Ethan up. Yeah, because it's Mission Impossible, man. I mean, I don't know. It's just to me, I would, I would. If you're talking about like an American, an American spy, it's literally Ethan Hunt. It's literally the exact same thing, except American. Okay, so we have a disagreement here, internet. Break the tie. Yeah, you guys can break the tie. Let us know what you think, please. Um, all right, so we'll move on. What is your number three? The accountant. You already said that. All right, the accountant. I think this we're just going off the trailer alone. The trailer is freaking incredible. Fantastic. I'm over here thinking I'm going to watch like this guy turn into like, a creep or something. Or maybe he's going to turn into like, a geek. No, like he's. this is the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And the... the the soundtrack in this movie is just fantastic, it and it builds, des- so builds well. up so well. And it's fantastic. And mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, he's just a phenomenal actor. So I'm really seeing... And I think that gets lost a little bit because he's knocked it out of the park so much with his direction 
these days that his acting ability kind of gets lost. And yes, he had some kind of cheesy movies in the 90s, and I, I get it. We can all forgive him for Pearl Harbor. But, oh my gosh, this he's a, gr- he's a good actor. You cannot deny that. Nobody can deny that anymore. And his... The what he's doing in this role looks so good, and the trailer—it's it might be a perfect trailer, honestly. Yes, it builds so well and it gets you so interested in this movie. I I'm really looking forward. To this movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie looks fantastic. What's your number three? All right, my number three is uh, the film that I mentioned before that you were not going to agree with because you haven't seen a trailer yet. Really, we haven't seen anything of this movie. I don't even think we have a poster. Mm-hmm. But I just need to know two things. Martin Scorsese and Andrew Garfield. That's all I need to know. I love Andrew Garfield, and Martin Scorsese is probably my favorite director, period. Probably. Uh-huh. Um, Goodfellas is one of my top four movies of all time. And he... I, I've been waiting for a Scorsese movie for a while now. It's been three years since Wolf of Wall Street. I, I cannot wait for this movie. I just cannot wait. Um, see, I have to. I have to see. The thing, the, see, the thing that really, the thing that really differentiates me from that is just because you can have a great cast, but it's just all about what the studio wants and what the director directs, basically. So, if, like, if you have a crappy director, things can go really south. You don't have a crappy director. Or if you have, or if you have like the studio, for example, that goes really crap. Nobody's gonna touch Scorsese. Name a bad Scorsese film. No, no, no. I'm not saying no. I don't know any bad Scorsese films. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, I mean hey, I'm I mean, sure he's got some. Okay, we everybody has a bad day at the office, but <laughs> it's hard to come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With I, I, bad Scorsese. Yeah, film. I mean, he's, like, he's one of the best directors of all time. Period. End of story. Yes, I mean, I, I want to see this movie. Yes, um, something because... can always go wrong, but you have to bank on world class, best of all time talent, and that's what I'm doing when I'm saying Scorsese. Is going to knock this film out of the park. I mean, I hope so, man. <laughs> I can't. Right. I, I'm not going to give, like, I guess I told you, I'm not going to give an opinion on something right. I haven't seen. We have the skeptic over here who d- doubts Scorsese pa- Scorsese's powers. Um, maybe he just hasn't seen enough Scorsese films to uh, have the faith that I have. Hey, man. In the power I mean. <laughs> We, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I need to see a trailer. Good taxi driver, Rick, taxi driver, raging bull. That's fantastic. There were trailers for those movies at one point where we were like, you know, this movie looks pretty good. There was advertisement. I haven't seen any advertisement yet. So when it gets into production, when I start seeing stuff about it, I'll be like, okay. So you don't trust people's history? I mean, I've I've seen a lot of people fail in the business before, so. After I can't go knocking. off of like I can't go off of history. <laughs> no, I mean and no, and you have to be and no, and you have to be realistic at this point. I mean, um, for example, we all agree that like we can all agree that um that Ben Affleck is like a fantastic actor, he's great. Yeah. Batman versus Superman wasn't his greatest thing that happened, but it wasn't it wasn't his fault. He yeah. was probably the best part in this movie. But it wasn't his fault. The director has the most to do out of any. No, but I'm saying no, and I'm not. I'm not only blame. I'm not, but I'm not only saying that score. Score. How do you pronounce his name? Martin Scorsese. Of course. Okay, that I can't really like. I'm not gonna really dub dub it down because he's directing it. I just don't know. For example, Andrew Garfield. The only thing I've really seen him in is just The Amazing Spider-Man. I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, and The Social Network. Yeah, so I've also seen the social network. So, I, I, like, you know, I'm not saying that just he's going to do horrible. I'm not saying I mean, he can direct a great movie. There's been also great director, directorials, but with crappy actors. And has that ever happened with this person? I mean, no. hey, man, first time's a charm. Okay. <laughs> See, th- that's just pessimistic, <laughs> and that's ridiculous. <laughs> To say, oh, I'm not going to put this on my list because something could happen. No, that's but like, no, 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 I'm, that's no, like but, I'm never no, going to go no, outside you know, because something no, could but, happen. No, now you're just trying to put something <laughs> in my mouth. The reason why it's not in my list is because I haven't seen any advertisement. I haven't that's seen a poster, and I haven't seen. I, first of all, a poster. Sure, maybe I get a little bit excited over a poster, but I haven't even seen a poster. I haven't seen a trailer, so I'm not going to get excited for something I haven't seen. 
And I've told you that. I don't think you've seen enough Scorsese movies. I think that's the bottom line. Because I think if you've seen <laughs> Scorsese, then you would have the faith that I have. I mean, period. you know I love Tarantino, but I wasn't, like, overly excited for, um, uh, what was that movie that came out last year with him? Um, You're really filling out your movie knowledge today. Man. I'm, dude, it's, it's late right now. <laughs> and I'm drained <laughs> from a lot. All right, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> we just had our debate on the forming of these lists. Right on air. But anyway, all right, what is your number, what do we have? We're not number two right two. now. All right, what is your number two? Uh, we're on the Suicide, uh, mine's the Suicide Squad. I think we have the same one and two. All right, so Suicide Squad is number two as well. Um, look, it it was my number one, and then Batman v Superman happened, it just got done down a little, just because of the DCE. But David Ayer, I love Fury. And not only, I don't, like, his direction in Fury was one of the best parts of Fury. Yes, I have um, to agree, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it just for that. Margot Robbie, look. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie's Margot Robbie. She's <laughs> going to be fantastic, and she's going to look fantastic. That's all that matters for her. <laughs> um, and then Jared Leto, I know you were a little skeptical on the Joker, yeah, right. like when the when, the, when it when first appearance, but I am sold on the Joker. No, but no, the, the Joker, the Joker looks fantastic. I have mm-hmm. to say, I was wrong in the beginning, <laughs> and I think he's like I you see his dialogue, it. and I was like, wow, like this yeah. could act, this could be a really good Joker. Yeah. Right. I think people, I, all the actors in this movie look great. Yes. I think we're ready. I think we're ready for this new Joker, to be honest with you. I think a really lot excited. of people are still hung up over Heath Ledger. I'm like, no, you know, he had his thing, but I'm really excited that we can get back into the Joker. As long as the only thing I'm nervous about is that the tone will get a little wonky at points, but I'm really, as long as they keep a consistent tone throughout the film, I'm sold. I'm yes. ready to go. Yes, um, I can agree. All right, let's, our number ones. Star, Star Wars, Wars Rogue One. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, however you want to say it. Um, I am a huge Star Wars fan, so I, it's really it's self-explanatory why this is number one on my list. But you have an interesting kind of route with this movie, so you take it away. Hi, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Like, I like the movies, but I'm not in love with them like a lot of people are. Like, we're surrounded by posters right now. Yeah, surrounded by Star Wars posters. My but... <laughs> This trailer, like, had me... It's great. ...crazy. I was like, because it looks like an espionage film, a spy film, and I'm into those movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm also into sci-fi movies. So you mix that all in together, Star and it Wars looks like a we'll great movie. I mean, <laughs> technically, it kind of is a sci-fi. No, it's not sci-fi. I mean, wait, what, then what is it? It's sci-fi fantasy. Sci-fi fantasy? Yeah. Really? It, so it's still sci-fi? No. Sci-fi's in the no. sci-fi's in the thing, bro. No, it's not sci-fi. I mean, it's still, well, I'm well, not well, even well, gonna well, get into well, it with you right now, but right. <laughs> like, it's not sci-fi. It's sci-fi. And it's just, okay, no, whatever. It's anyways, it's sci-fi, guys. No, but it's not. anyways, um, you mix all those things in together, and it's just it really killed me. And then the sound. We've been talking about the soundtrack for trailers, but the soundtrack in this trailer built up so perfectly. And just the tone of this Star Wars movie is completely different from all the other ones. So I'm really interested in the side story that that's happening, and I'm really interested in the expanding universe that they're trying to do as well with Star Wars as well. So. Agree. I think that this story is so creative to think to tell this story, um, and I think Vader being in it is going to freaking blow people away. I cannot wait for that trailer to get released. I think, I believe Star Wars Celebration is this week. So we will be getting probably a new trailer for this movie this week. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I cannot wait for this. Yes, I can't. I, I like, so sure. it's like the last movie we're going to be able to see this year. But <laughs> whatever. Um, anyway, so that is our top 10 most anticipated films of 2016 for the rest of the year, at least. Um, hopefully, hopefully some of these films will make our top 10 of the year. I mean, I hope so, man. I really yeah. do. And hopefully some movies that we didn't even think of will come out and surprise us as well, because nobody wants to be predictable. 
All right, Ozzy, let's move into <laughs> recommendations. What do you got? Um, I'm going to go ahead and recommend Inglorious Bastards. Okay. All right. Um, not the biggest fan, but you can take it away. I mean, the reason why I would say this movie is really great is solely based on the dialogue in this movie. You cannot deny that Quentin Tarantino can... He writes fantastic dialogue. This man can write dialogue for days. And what, like, seeing these characters talk, and it, it's really engaging. So I really do like the dialogue in this movie. Really loved it. So that's why I'm going All to right. recommend this movie. I'm not the biggest Tarantino fan, and Glorious Bastards is actually one of my least favorite Tarantino movies. Um, I just don't care for it, but whatever. <laughs> Everybody has their own opinion. I know I'm in the minority when it comes to Tarantino in general. All right. So my recommendation is a film that came out this year, but that like nobody saw in the theaters. And I just recently watched it the other day. Everybody wants some. Um, it's everybody wants some. And it's got two exclamation points at the end of the title. It's really weird, but, um, this is a comedy about, um, some freshman baseball players in their first, the first three days at college before school starts. Mm -hmm. And it's just so charming and so funny. And you just, you can't help but fall in love with these characters. It's just such a fun movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's, uh, the director, Richard Linklater, I believe, said it was a spiritual sequel to one of his earlier films, Days and Confused. Uh-huh. Which I've never seen Days and Confused, but I know, come yell at me again. I say this all the time, come at me. Um, I've never seen it. Uh, it's on Netflix, I believe, so I'll get to it, but, um, I'm, I really like that movie. It's, I think it's in my top 10 of the year. I really like it, so. Um, it, I don't count it fully as a cop. It's a weird, so actually, now that I think about it, my earlier statement from this episode that, um, Mike and Dave made wedding dates might not be my favorite comedy if I count this fully as a comedy. Um, but it's so good. So I would highly recommend it. Check it out. Um, it's on demand or, and on Blu-ray. So check it out if you get the chance. <laughs> Um, alright, that's my recommendation. Alright, Carlos, so where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at CherryForFest6, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at ScreenFellas, and also, I just want to again remind people, please, please, please review, rate and review us on iTunes, that would help us out so, so much, um, so please do that, and... Please share this podcast because we are trying to grow our listenership and you just sharing, hit the, hitting the share button, hitting the retweet button would help us out so much. So please do that. Agreed. Agreed. I cannot agree with you more. <laughs> All right, guys, you guys can find me on Twitter at Castor Aussie and um, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and, subcri- and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or on SoundCloud, whatever, whatever you guys use. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes. And this is Screen Colors. <laughs> <laughs>